Good morning. Police have launched a manhunt for four men who robbed a Vodacom shop of cell phones worth one million rand at the Hyde Park Mall north of Johannesburg. Police spokesperson Kema Kubele says the suspects held the cell phone shop staff at gunpoint during the robbery. They robbed cell phones worth of 1.5 million. On their way out, there was some shooting, but no one was reported injured. So far, we had no arrest yet and appealing to anyone with the information to contact the police at 0800 or use our SMS number 32211. Leaders of the opposition parties in Parliament say the institution is facing serious constitutional crises that need to be dealt with urgently. They were referring to chaotic incidents that took place during President Jacob Zuma's answer and question session in August last year and during this year's State of the Nation address where the police were deployed inside the chambers to remove some members. One of the issues parties are concerned about is the deployment of police in the chamber. EFF leader... Julius Malema. Those police who came into that, if they are police, if it's TRT and public order policing and all different types of units, you must know that we do not have a legislation that allows an establishment of such a unit. Every police unit must be established by law. So the unit we had here, it was an illegal unit. And once it is illegal, it doesn't have a commander. ESCOM has applied for an additional hike of around 10% in electricity tariffs. The Cape Town City Council has told news agency Reuters that the proposed 9.5% hike will be on top of a 12.9% increase that has already been approved. If the increase is granted, it will result in a staggering 22.7% increase in electricity for the 2015-2016 financial year. Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa has called on South Africans to use the tragic death of Public Service Minister Collins Chebane as an opportunity to work with the government to stop carnage on the country's roads. Ramaphosa was delivering a keynote address at the official memorial ceremony of Chebane at the Shwane Event Center in Pretoria yesterday. Chebane and his two bodyguards died in a motor car accident on Sunday in Lumpopo. Ramaphosa has described Chabane as a humble servant of the people. It would have been his wish that we draw from his tragic passing the lesson that safety on our roads must become a national obsession. It would have been his wish that our shock and our sorrow be transformed into a solemn determination, not, on, not merely to reduce the number of deaths on our roads, but to end them. We can stop the carnage on our roads. All we need is our will. We must spread the message in our homes, in our schools and our communities and workplaces. Let us make this tragic event the turning point in the struggle we must necessarily wage to have safer roads. The former Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Fraser has died at the age of 84. He was first appointed to head a Liberal government in 1975. When Fraser left office in 1983, he was appointed to Commonwealth's Eminent Persons Group, which helped to negotiate the end of apartheid in South Africa. The BBC's Richard Knight look back, looks back at Fraser's life. When first elected, Fraser was the youngest MP in Parliament, a graduate of elite Melbourne private schools and Oxford University. Fraser became Prime Minister in the most extraordinary of circumstances, appointed by the Governor-General to replace a sacked Labour Prime Minister, Gough Whitlam, in the midst of a bitter constitutional furore. Fraser won by a landslide the election which he then called, and he kept on winning at the polls three times in all. 
Your top story at 7 o'clock. Police have launched a manhunt for four armed men who robbed a Vodacom shop of cell phones worth 1 million rand at the Hyde Park Mall north of Johannesburg. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Velidham. I'll be back with the headlines at 7.30.